Coming up, I'm about to discuss the story of a deranged little boy and his dragon on this episode of Dispop. Dispop's brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode of Dispop. I am Craig Williams, and you might be wondering, where is the host of Dispop, Rhino Clavin? Well, he is currently out in Pasadena, California, attending a Power Rangers convention and cannot be here. Uh, So graciously, he gave me the go-ahead to record an episode without him to uh, discuss uh, the movie Pete's Dragon. So uh, it came out this past weekend and we didn't really want to hold off on a review too long wanted to get it out there while everything's still fresh and uh before a lot of people may get out and actually see the movie so uh as much as he is not here in person he is here in spirit uh but he didn't see the movie so i i can't even say he's in here in spirit he's he's not here at all just me today so hopefully uh you still enjoy it and uh yeah, that's that's about the best I can say for it. So let's start by going over the plot of Pete's Dragon. So this movie takes place in the Pacific Northwest and is about Pete, uh, a boy who, when he's four years old, is riding in the car with his parents when tragedy strikes. They get in a car accident and die. But Pete lives and ends up in the forest where he encounters Elliot, the furry, fire-breathing dragon, who ends up taking him in. Uh, And six years go by with them living together in the forest whenever a group of lumberjacks and a park ranger played by Bryce Dallas Howard actually ends up finding Pete and, well, actually Elliot too. And then that sends the the rest of the movie into action. So, So Pete is dealing with what it's like to be living in a town for the very first time since he's been out in the forest and also stranded away from Elliot where Elliot's trying to find Pete and and bring him back home. And uh, it's, it's a very touching movie to say the least. Very charming. That's, that's about all I'll get into the basics of the plot because really it's, it's not too much of an intricate plot to say the least. Um, uh, you know there there are far harder movies to to figure out and understand what's going on but uh, and the reason why this is such just a basic story is really because this is this is a good family film it's nothing that uh, is inappropriate for kids it's rated pg um there will be moments that would be be a little bit on the dramatic side there might be some explanations about things that are happening but overall uh it's it's just a a charming little family film so i'm gonna do this a little bit differently than normal because well i don't really have rhino to to bounce off back and forth with to kind of talk about uh a lot of the plot points as we ramble through as we just uh, as we have in all the rest of them so i'm just going to kind of highlight some of the things i liked about this and some of the things i didn't like about it before i give you my overall thoughts and feedback so 
I am going to start off with the first thing that I really enjoyed about this movie, and that would be that it is not a musical. So I hope I don't offend too many people out there, but the original Pete's Dragon film is not great. Um, and I hate saying that because I actually, I am a fan of Pete's Dragon. Um, and it, it is a little tough because I, uh, I, I always had a really sentimental spot for it growing up. It, it seemed like a movie that I wanted to like and that I did enjoy. A lot of it had to do with the fact that, uh, you had the animated Elliot Dragon in there who, you could also then see at Disney parks in the Main Street Electrical Parade. Uh, it just all of that kind of put together made me think that I really, really, really liked this movie. And um, then whenever it came on Blu-ray uh, a few years back, that's whenever I actually sat down and watched it for the first time as an adult. And it is a it's a rough movie to get through. Um, First off, it's it's very overinflated in time. It's it's over two hours, and and the original release was even longer than that. At, at one point, it was up to 134 minutes, and and uh, then they cut it way down, and then they added scenes back into it. But it it is a long film, and the music in it just isn't that great. Um, you know, it's there. There are highlight songs like "Candle on the Water," which uh, is was very popular back in the day. Whenever it was released, and uh, it still is found places all around uh, in Disney lore today. However, uh, the rest of the songs are highly unforgettable. Um, you know, you you might hear the term "brazzle dazzle day," and that still. That still has a little bit of relevance, and uh, in terms of other songs, um, you also would have the Boo Bop 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 I Love You Too song that Pete and Elliot performed together. But other than that, it's kind of a dud. I mean, really, you have the you have the town. Passamaquoddy, which uh, a lot of Disney people recognize that name. And uh, that's, you know, that's the highlights of the the 1977 movie. Um, I just, I I don't know what I always found so fascinating with it as a kid, because as an adult, it's just not that great. Um, And I think a lot of it is because it's a musical. but this one, the new one, the 2016 version, it is not a musical at all. There is, of course, there are songs and there's a score, but there is no actual singing from any of the actors. And it is taken as more of a dramatic movie. And honestly, it it really benefits from it. Um you know, whenever whenever you make something a musical, you're investing heavily into the songs that are that are being used in it. And I I don't even know how Peach Dragon could be made as a musical anymore. Um, it's it just it would be too goofy and bumbling 
today to release that. It's the original Pete's Dragon was very much a movie of its time, and I, I just don't think it has much relevancy in any audiences today. And I think the problem is that a lot of people my age and even older would look back at Pete's Dragon in that nostalgic way and uh, either from watching it as they were growing up or uh, having it be a part of their actual childhood. But uh, this this movie just wasn't able to do that, the, the 2016 version, and I, I'm glad that they didn't. Uh, and a lot of that goes into the reasoning for the second reason why I really enjoyed this movie, and that's because they were able to get a, a decent cast in the movie because of it. So uh, the cast is made up of Bryce Dallas Howard, who plays Grace. She is the, the park ranger. Uh, the the main star of the film and then kind of her balance in the movie is Oaks Fegley who plays Pete and uh, they just they work so well together Um, Oaks is a fantastic child actor uh, and hopefully he has a a bright and promising career ahead of him because uh, the the way he is in this movie whether it's acting against the cgi pete or sorry the cgi elliot or against the actual human cast of characters he he does both brilliantly um and he does a lot of it with very little actual communication i mean obviously he's been in the woods all these times so he's he's very hesitant with how he's he's talking to anyone and there's there's a lot of depth in him but uh, it goes even further than that so then there is uh, Wes Bentley, who's a great actor. He's you wouldn't you wouldn't know his name just based off of uh, hearing it, but he, he's one of those people that you have most likely seen him in a bunch of things, and you didn't even know it. Whether it's uh, American Beauty way back in the day, or um, his role in The Hunger Games or Interstellar, he's he's been around a lot. And uh, while his part is very very muted in this film he he doesn't really he doesn't really add much to it uh he still there there's a stoic sense about him in it that just you know it's it's a good role it's another thing to add to his resume uh and robert redford is absolutely fantastic in this movie he plays uh he plays grace's father and he you know, he's kind of a, a town legend almost in a way. And all the kids come over to hear his encounter with a dragon in the forest, um, which, you know, he, he plays it up to be a big, scary gun eating monster with really we know Elliot is a is a lovable furry dragon. And uh, but he just, you know, Robert Redford. When is he bad in anything? He he fit into this role so easily and and i guess if you wanted to compare it to the original pete's dragon he would he would kind of balance out is the mickey rooney character in that uh except there there is no comparison uh robert redford just is is great in this role the one person that i definitely was not impressed with in this one would actually be carl urban um and I I can't blame that 
on him entirely, but uh, maybe even more of a direction problem. So Carl Urban plays Gavin. He is the the brother of Jack, and uh, he is also in the he's he's one of the people in the the logging industry, and he's also a hunter. So he actually spends most of the movie attempting to hunt Elliot. And I won't say if he actually succeeds or not. You have to to see the movie to to find out for yourself. But um, he's a very one-dimensional character because of it. And uh, I don't know. He almost has that that feeling about him that it's like the the small-town person who might have been a big deal while he was growing up in high school that never really achieved anything. And so he tries to find other ways to to make himself seem more prominent in this case it would be trying to hunt and capture Elliot but uh, it's his character was just I, I didn't enjoy it I mean he is the villain but something about his acting and it just just wasn't spectacular I'd rather uh, I'd rather watch him in Star Trek needless to say but uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure some people will enjoy what he did with the role. Uh, other other than that, I mean, my other big thing that I enjoyed about this film was just moving the actual location away from that that town in Maine over to the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it's the the cinematography was was very beautiful. Um, you know, any scene that happened in a forest, it. It was it was shot really really well. Um, I I can't say enough good things about it. But then again, I am I am a forest person. Well, not like Pete. I don't live in a forest, but that that whole aesthetic is is wonderful to me. Um, I, I I would love to move to the Pacific Northwest and live out my days in the forest like an old hermit. Uh, so I, I guess that really spoke volumes to me. And then. You know, you might have heard me say at one point in time that this movie was very charming. Uh, and I, I think I said it at this point. I don't even know what I said. I, I almost feel at this point as if I'm just rambling on and on and on. So forgive me if that's how it's playing out. But uh, overall, the, the whole the whole emotion behind the movie, it, it just there, there's a magic sense to it um and a a lot of that happens to be because of elliot uh there is no way to argue that elliot is not entirely lovable in this movie uh you walk away just you walk away just wanting an elliot of your own which I, i think that was part of the purpose of it but they they did everything plot wise, character wise, every everything they could artistry wise to make Elliot so incredibly lovable, and that that adds most of the charm and the magic to it. I mean, but just to not give away too much because I, I said I didn't want to, but um, you know, a lot of the struggle is will will Pete end up with a new family? in town in civilization and and actually become that real human or will he make it back 
with Elliot and live out his days in the forest doing the things he did and he knows and and what's going to happen or we'll find a way to blend the two. And honestly, at one point in time during the movie, uh, because Elliot is so lovable, I actually was rooting for Pete to just go back into the forest and live out his days with Elliot. Uh, you know, plot holes aside, like what was Pete eating, drinking, uh, you know, all, all of, all of those things, um, that you don't really expect to sometimes get answers for in a fantasy movie. They're, they're out there, but regardless of the fact that you didn't know some of those details, you just, you wanted him to be with Elliot in the movie. And I, there was just, again, a charm and magic to it that, that just overall made this film enjoyable. And, uh, on top of that too, the movie was only about 90 minutes long. So, uh, at no point do I, did I feel the entire thing that it was rushed or, or did I feel like it was, it was overly long. It just, it, it went at a good pace. Um, I, I can give no complaints to that. It could have easily been overinflated and, uh, and just turned into a, a bore to get through, but uh, they never really let it get to that point. I, I do know, you know, oh, right now this, this movie is riding high on Rotten Tomatoes. It's at about an, I, I think it's still at about an 85% right now. So it, it's certified fresh. Uh, critically, it is a success. Uh, as of this time, box office numbers haven't come in for it yet. It's supposed to make around 20 or 30,000 or not thousand, 20 or 30 million dollars in the opening weekend. So it, it probably won't take first. Um, it's, it's definitely going to fall behind sausage party, maybe even suicide squad. I mean, it hurts me to, to even think about those two, uh, beating this film, but then again, I haven't seen either, so I can't really speak on their behalf, but, um, I think it leaves room for Pete's dragon to kind of build in popularity and maybe maybe even uh, gain some more success through word of mouth over over the next upcoming weeks. Or it could end up just being a, another pretty well-made Disney movie that turns out to be a box office bomb. And I, I would kind of understand why it would. Um, it's... You know, the the first movie, the the original Pete's Dragon just isn't that great. So why why would you put a lot of uh why why would you put a lot of hope in the remake actually being better? But uh truthfully it's right now it's it's one of my favorite of the Disney remakes. So uh, you know, I've I've said positive things about Cinderella. I really, really, really enjoyed the jungle book as well. Uh Still, still hate Maleficent. Still hate Alice in Wonderland. Uh, but you know this this one is up there in terms of the Disney remakes. Um, it's I I don't know if I could speak to it saying if it was warranted, if it really needed to be redone. Um, but I think the end result actually is that they made a better movie than the original. So uh, I guess you have to chalk it up in the column of yeah, it was worth actually redoing it. But with any movie that is good, there's also going to be some imperfections. And of course, I already mentioned Carl Urban as a kind of a drag in 
the movie itself. And uh, also, I, I mentioned the fact that there are a lot of plot holes surrounding how Pete actually survived for six years by himself and, well, and with Elliot in the woods and and everything surrounding that. But, um, yeah, there, there's got to be other bad things with the movie. But, unfortunately, nothing is really coming to mind um you know it's as as i said the acting overall it was it was i I would say good to great um and the plot line it's it was a again not a not a thriller there wasn't any any hidden surprises or twists it was fairly straightforward in terms of the plot so i i can't complain about that it's just it's one of those movies that it's there's really just there there's nothing bad about it it's not a 10 out of 10 by any means um but it's it's hard to find major faults in it um I, but then again i i think i am the the demographic for what disney was hoping to get i mean i'm not in i don't fall in the family sense of things right now um but you know i'm a, i was interested in the original i i loved it growing up as a child and or liked it growing up as a child and, and now i i don't really i'm not really obsessed or even enjoy the original one now as an adult um so i was i was looking at this one to hope that it, it left a good impression and it did i enjoyed all of the actors that were in the movie um it's it, it definitely had that that good star casting um and it just it you know it it was different it wasn't an action movie it wasn't a straight up drama it just it was a nice a nice blend something that you really look for when you go to the theaters you can escape away in this but it's not an overly done blockbuster and uh, and you know that's it's nice every once in a while Uh, there's you can only handle so many summer blockbusters so this is kind of that that little hidden gem that comes out right towards the end of summer that you know maybe some families will go and see it while uh while everyone's getting back in the swing of things with the school year and stuff but um i don't i I, at the end of the day i don't think disney will really care how successful this one is i i think they were just more or less invested in continuing their their remakes and uh and just put out a very good product which is exactly what i think they did in pete's dragon um but that's just my interpretation of it. So like every episode of Dispop, you know, we try to give a percentage score out of 100 to to the movie that we are reviewing. In this case, I would probably give on IMDb, I rated Pete's Dragon around, uh, I think I rated it around 8 out of 10. I don't remember. It was either a 7 out of 10 or 8 out of 10. But regardless, I would probably end up giving it a, I would say 77 or 78%. Um, it was, again, I can't fault anything really off the top. Um, it's There wasn't anything bad where I just like put my 
head in my hands and say, oh, gosh, I can't believe they did that. Uh, there was there was nothing offensive about it in any ways. Um, and I don't even I couldn't even give them pointers really on on what to do more to make it any bigger, better, flashier. It just they they set out to make a, a nice little charming movie. And I think that's exactly what they accomplished. So I actually am going to go ahead and recommend that you go out and see this. I, I did see this one in 3D. Um, and I don't know if it really added anything in terms of depth or value to it. Uh, you know, some scenes were, were very impressive in 3D. A lot of the uh, the flying scenes for sure. And some of the some of the scenes where you're deeper in the forest and you really do get that sense of death with the trees uh it was impressive at those points but uh i you know it's not one of those things like if you see it just in a regular screening that you're gonna feel like you missed out uh this one i don't think it 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 truly matters so use your best judgment on that so but i do i i actually do recommend going and checking it out and if you can't make it um you know it's i would even say that it's worth a a blind buy once you're uh once it's out on blu-ray and uh you know just i know it'll be on netflix as part of the the big deal with disney and netflix and we'll see that on there at some point but uh, really if you think about it you know you could spend 10 bucks a ticket and take a family of four uh, to see it, or you could just own it one day for $20. So it's actually cheaper to do that. Stay at home, buy your own popcorn. But uh, either way, I enjoyed it. I think other people will enjoy it. And I hope you enjoyed me rambling for 20-ish or so minutes on it. Uh, It was definitely weird and unique and something that I could definitely use practice on. So I uh, I deeply miss Rhino in this one. It would be a lot more enjoyable to get his input and feedback on it, uh, almost because I think he actually wouldn't like this one. So I would have really uh, enjoyed to hear his opinion on it. and as he always says, we'd like to hear your opinion on it, too. So, uh, you know, you know where to find Dispop on Facebook. It's uh, slash Dispop Show on Twitter. We're at Dispop Show. And uh, I can't remember where else Dispop is, honestly, on now that. But you you know who we are. You know where we are. Uh, you can always leave feedback on the boards. We'd love to hear what you think of the movies we talk about and anything else. So, I hope you enjoyed it, and I think we will be back very soon for another review. I can't remember what the next movie coming out is, but we will be back with another one very soon. So, until then, bye. (laughs) 